0: Okay, social media. Let's talk about it. This is easily something that could go both ways. There are a lot of positive aspects, but I also think that there's a lot of negativity around the topic in general. So, I kind of want to start off by talking about the good that comes with it because I feel like it's always best to look at a situation and to try and find the positives in it no matter how bad it can be. So, when I first think of social media, some of the immediate thoughts that come to my mind are that it's such a good platform for people to connect with each other because no matter what app you use, you have the power to communicate with someone that literally lives across the world and it's crazy to think about it and it's become so normal for us, but it honestly is pretty insane and I think that's it's such a special thing because you can create new friendships and you can help maintain long-distance ones, which can be really helpful for people that Maybe just moved away from their hometown and still want to communicate with their friends and share their experiences or so on and so forth. So I think that in itself is a really cool aspect. Now adding on to that, it's also a place for people to share their passions and their interests. And not only can they share it, but they can share it with people from all over the world. Because let's say you're interested in something and maybe you've expressed your interest to the people around you. And although they support you, you know, it's not something that they also enjoy doing. When you're able to put out what you love into the world and onto these platforms, you're able to meet people from all over who have those same beliefs, who have those same passions. And it makes you feel like you're not alone and it gives you someone or something to relate to. So let's say, for example, you're an artist and you really love painting or drawing or whatever it is. And maybe you show your parents and they support you, they support what you do. But they don't really have that same love for it that you do. So, when you put your content or your, you know, whatever you create out onto the internet, let's say you make a video of the drawing process or the painting process and the steps you took to create um, a certain piece, for instance, and you post it and you have people that comment on your posts and engage with it and kind of express how much they love watching this or how they're also a painter and how it's really motivating. It honestly just really warms your heart and it's such a wholesome thing because not only does it boost the self-confidence and the self-esteem of these creators but it also gives them kind of like an encouraging or a motivating factor because when you see people that love what you do it makes you want to do it even more as i've learned from experience and i think that's so incredible now taking this a step even further when you're able to gain an audience that loves watching what you do or loves any sort of the content you create on social media, you're able to monetize that. And let's say you're really into making custom surfboards. I don't know, that's so random, but let's say you are. But it's kind of hard to start your own company or to market your product because you're from a small town and it's not really easy to gain a lot of traction. If you put your content out onto TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. You're able to gain much more of an audience and there will be people that actually want to support you, want to help support small creators, and kind of just help bring attention to these small companies. With that being said, people are now able to take their passion and actually make a career out of it, which I think is something that a lot of people struggle with. You see so often so many adults that work a job or that work at a job that they hate or maybe They don't like their career or they're only in it for the money and they wish that they could pursue something that they love, but maybe it's not real as realistic financially or maybe it just doesn't make sense for them to be able to actually survive off of that passion. When you have social media, your opportunities kind of expand because it's a great platform to market your product and it's also a place for you to be able to simply just make money off of the videos that you post or the pictures that you post or whatever it is because so many creators make money just based off likes or views or comments or interactions and I feel like that's an encouraging factor because if you're someone that sacrifices doing what they love for their other responsibilities or priorities like if you have kids that you need to be able to financially support or if you have a really labor-intensive job. It may not be as easy to find time to do what you love, but having that extra source of income can be a huge motivating factor because it contributes to the other responsibilities that you need to prioritize, so that way your passion also becomes a priority as well. And I think that that is really motivating because then people are able to actually enjoy their life. And please don't get me wrong, obviously you can still find time for your hobbies without having to make money off of it, but for a lot of people, it's kind of a lifesaver. I see so many stories of adults that start a family and no longer feel like that they have time to do what they used to. Maybe they played an instrument, but they had twins, and now they don't really have all the time in the world to be able to write new music or just play purely because they enjoy it. So overall, from kind of a creator's perspective, I think that social media has allowed people to connect with each other, to share their personal passions, their personal interests, and to honestly create a career based off something they love. Now, kind of shifting gears a little bit, I want to talk about what social media does for consumers. So, these are people that basically create the fan base or the audience. They're the people that scroll through, like posts, comment, you know, engage in other people's content. So they're on the receiving end essentially. And I think that people always underestimate the good that social media does for consumers because people are so quick to say that it's addicting or unhealthy. And a lot of it can be, but I also think that social media can be really comforting. It makes and helps people feel like they're not alone. And that can be really challenging in a lot of scenarios. Like maybe you feel like you're the only one struggling with something and someone creates a video sharing their experiences with that particular topic. So let's say you're struggling with depression and you feel like no one feels the way you feel. You feel so alone. And maybe someone makes a video kind of opening up and being vulnerable and talking about their experiences and they happen to be very similar to yours. You're able to feel kind of understood in a way because there's someone else in the world going through the same thing that you're going through. And just in general, it just provides such a good source of entertainment like if you've been studying all day you're exhausted you can't bear to read one more line or one more paragraph in your textbook you open up an app you scroll and you find a video that makes you laugh makes you smile and like instantly you feel better you know it's kind of pulled you out of that slump or that sluggish mood. I don't think people realize how beneficial that can be. And it really is taken for granted, but I do think that social media is especially comforting in that way. Okay, and the last thing that I wanted to mention is the way the spread of news or any sort of current event is spread so quickly through any social media platform. And we've seen this all the time in the past, like with information about the coronavirus or the vaccine or any sort of election or a natural disaster, and in the sense, that this is really good because I know a lot of consumers on social media tend to be younger um, rather than older, and I know that not very many teenagers or 12, 13-year-olds will be waking up every morning to turn on the news and to look at what the weather is like and what's going on in the world. Not a lot of people are willing to do that at this age, so... Being able to gather that information from a social media platform that you're already regularly using can be really beneficial because that way you're more aware of what's going on in the world. I think a really good example of this is when there's a natural disaster or any sort of huge event that needs awareness brought to it. You're able to literally just make a video and if it gains traction and other people learn about it or read about it or hear about it, then more people will be more well-informed. For example, if there's a natural disaster and you want to raise money to support anyone that's been affected by it, you're able to do so in such a short amount of time with very minimal effort from my experience or from at least what I've seen. Because it's so simple for you to be able to just set up a GoFundMe account, create some sort of flyer that you can post on all platforms. You attach the link to the flyer, you put it out wherever you feel like you can Maybe add some hashtags to kind of help increase the chances of you gaining traction and people will see that you need help or will go out of their way to maybe learn more about what's going on in the world and say, oh, there's a natural disaster here. Wow, that's really unfortunate. I want to help support people that have suffered because of it. I find that honestly to be such a wholesome thing because someone in England can help someone in Mexico. You know, this is... A scenario where location or distance doesn't matter. And that's incredible. Okay, so I think that kind of just wraps up all of the good that I think social media can provide. And as a recap, it allows people to connect with each other. It allows people to pursue their passions and their interests and to pursue them as careers. It's a perfect form of entertainment for consumers. And it allows for the spread of news and other issues that need awareness, which are all really, really good things. Now, on the other hand, when I think of social media as something that's kind of bad, the very, very first thing I think of is the insecurities that are kind of inflicted onto a lot of people. And it's honestly really heartbreaking to see because not only do most of the women or people in general that meet the beauty standard gain more attention or more of an audience or more of a following, but a lot of trends also kind of reflect that standard. And I think a really good example of this is the whole idea or concept of what your nose should look like. Are you kidding me? I never even once looked in the mirror before social media and was insecure about my nose or thought about the way my nose looked, etc. But you open this app and you see trends about showing off your side profile or maybe anything that has to do with the nose. And now all of a sudden people are getting plastic surgery to have this perfect button nose with an arch, no bumps, whatever. And that's honestly so toxic. It's really toxic. And it's unfortunate because you're training the younger generation to think that they aren't beautiful the way they are. And it's so sad. And it just destroys the self-esteem of so many people in terms of their appearance. And I think another example could be hip dips. Like, I never even knew that was a thing, again, until social media. And you can go on any app and you'll see how many people or how many women especially want this hourglass body figure. And if you have hip dips, oh, well, you can't get that. And if you're already someone that's insecure about the way they look, having that extra negativity or negative self-perception added honestly just doesn't help. And it's frustrating because I think what makes each human being imp- perfect is the fact that they are imperfect. And now everyone's trying to look the same. Everyone wants the same body type, the same face structure, the same nose. Everyone wants to look the same way. And it's sad because you're beautiful the way you are. Everyone is beautiful the way they are. And I don't like the fact that social media like is constantly promoting a certain way of life. And a lot of it isn't even real like half the videos or the pictures you see are probably edited or maybe it's the angle or the lighting or they're sucking in or maybe wearing something to make something look bigger that sounded so weird but like butt pads for instance or pads to cover your hip tips whatever it is and it's ridiculous because i see the comments on so many of these posts and so many girls will say i wish i looked like you or this is my dream body or this, or that. And we need to stop encouraging this comparison. Because on one hand, it's good for a creator to be able to put that out about themselves and gain such positive feedback about the way they look. But at the same time, it can make other people feel worse about themselves. And I'm not saying that people that do fit the beauty standard should stop posting or should not flaunt their body. I'm... I just want people to start promoting a more realistic image of themselves. Not only that, but I feel like these women that strive to look a certain way don't understand that looking that way won't make you happy. Because the people that do look that way aren't. And you might say to yourself, if I have this body, I'll be content. I have everything I want. I'll be satisfied. When you reach that point you won't be because you weren't happy before. There's no point in constantly trying to change yourself to look a certain way because if you don't like yourself now, you're not going to like yourself then. I think self-love is so important and an environment as toxic as that as social media does not help people feel better about themselves. I could honestly go on and on and on about this, but that's probably my biggest issue. With social media. I really dislike how it encourages people to compare themselves to what they see on the internet when most of the time these images aren't realistic. I wish more of an effort was made to remind people to love themselves for who they are instead of sending the message that oh if you don't like something you can go change it with plastic surgery because obviously that's true and I do support people doing that but It shouldn't be the solution to any insecurity you have, in my personal opinion. Now, moving on from comparing yourselves to others, my second biggest concern with the environment on social media is cancel culture, and I think it's probably even more toxic, if not as toxic, as the beauty standard that's shown online or showcased online. I honestly think it's ridiculous that creators are so quick to kind of be hated on for something that they've done. And I can see how some people might think that some of the mistakes made are unforgivable, there's no coming back from it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But it's also important to understand that when you are famous or you have any sort of spotlight on you anything you do is going to be picked up by the media and get hated on which means you literally can't make a mistake without getting backlash for it and if you're a 16 year old with a following on instagram you make a mistake and all of a sudden you're canceled for it that's it that's like the end of your career all of a sudden and it's ridiculous how are people supposed to learn If you're going to constantly give them an ultimatum, basically, you're forcing a standard of perfection, almost, I want to say. You're expecting these creators to be constantly perfect and to never mess up, and that's not an easy thing to do. If we take a step back and we look at our own friends who aren't under a spotlight, and you look at the mistakes they make, or you look at the mistakes you make, do you get that same backlash that these people online do? Absolutely not. Do you have to deal with thousands of people commenting and telling you how awful of a person you are? Also, no. When you make a mistake, you're supposed to be able to learn from it, not get punished for life because of it. And what's probably the worst case scenario is when someone gets canceled for something that they've said or done years ago. Because you were a different person back then. It was a different climate. A different culture of social media. It's unfair to judge something in the past based on today's standards. It also kind of underestimates or assumes that people don't grow, people don't change. And I don't think that's fair because we're constantly changing every day. Our mindset, our perception is constantly being influenced by the people around us. We're learning new things almost 24-7. So something you said two years ago, may not be the same thing you agree with today. And that's completely normal. You're allowed to change your mind. So why are we punishing people in the present for things that they did in the past? That's my first question. My second question is, isn't there a better solution? Isn't there another way to teach creators or to kind of show to them why what they've done is wrong and to help them learn instead of immediately punish them for it? I don't know. I just... That's my personal opinion because I've seen creators kind of fluctuate. They gain fame, they gain popularity, and then they go back down because they do something that is all of a sudden so all of a sudden socially unacceptable. So cancel culture and the portrayal of the beauty standard are two factors that I have a huge issue with when it comes to social media. And I also think that it's a huge problem. The last thing That is probably a really large issue is misinformation. I talked about how quick news or current events can spread through social media. As good as that can be, it can also be really bad when that information is incorrect or if it's full of rumors or lies. One thing that I see constantly on the internet is people automatically believing what they read or believing in some sort of trend without doing any other research or looking into anything further and i think that's a huge mistake because a not everything you see online is true like that's a given. not everything you see on the internet is true and b not putting in that extra work to educate yourself can put you in a position where you start to blindly support something you really don't have any actual knowledge of when people want you to believe in something Oftentimes, their story or their perception of the situation is biased, or maybe they've twisted some words. Sometimes it's intentional, sometimes it's unintentional because you want to gain support. Either way, they're encouraging you or trying to persuade you to agree with them to be on their side. And from what I've seen, that usually just results in the further spread of lies, which is not what we want misinformation makes it so much more difficult for people to make an informed decision about something. And when people just tend to believe what they see automatically, it's hard for solutions to arise or for compromises to be made to a lot of problems because arguments used on both sides are usually wrong, meaning that they're not factually correct. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that The spread of lies and rumors and misinformation is not a good thing for our society because honesty is what's needed to make informed decisions and without it, conflicts will probably never be resolved. That's what I believe. Anyways, moral of the story, social media can be both good and bad and what I've noticed is that it can go both ways. For instance, self-confidence. It can either help boost it or it can tear it down. The spread of information, it can either be a good thing or a bad thing. It can bring awareness to something that needs attention or it can help further a wildfire of lies that's tearing down someone's career, for example. My best advice is honestly just take everything you see with a grain of salt. Remember that not everything you look at online is real. And please remember to love yourself no matter what and to Understand how impactful your words can be. I think that's the best advice I have for today. Alright, thank you guys so much for listening. I really enjoyed making this episode, although I feel like it was just a lot to talk about in only 20 minutes, and I could probably go on for longer, but if you've made it this far, thank you so much for your support. I'll see you next time.